Perfectionism is defined as the need to be or appear to be perfect even or even to believe that it's possible to achieve perfection. It is typically viewed as a positive trait rather than a flaw. People may use the term healthy perfectionism to describe or justify perfectionistic behaviour. This is pretty much me in a nutshell. (laughs) I, oh, it says psychology underneath. So this is psychology, guys. Um, I'm pretty sure I am at least on the spectrum of perfectionism. It is, it can be quite unhealthy. And it says here, obviously, because I read it out, that people use healthy perfectionism to justify it. And that is true. I believe I have, to some extent, always been a perfectionist. Probably runs in my family. My mum is a bit of a perfectionist as well. But I think I've always been a perfectionist to some extent. And it's really coming through now because um, in year 12... I have basically never felt like I've been on top of everything because I feel like if I haven't done notes for every single thing I've done and done every single thing that I think I need to do, then I feel like I'm behind and failing. And it's not good because I'm not going to be able to be perfect in year 12. I'm not going to be able to be on top of everything all the time. And It's creating a lot of stress and a lot more work for myself. And I'm finally going to recognize it because I keep telling myself, no, this is fine. This is a good strategy to just keep making notes on everything, spending hours and hours and hours making notes instead of doing questions and actually like being productive. At the start of the year, everyone told me, work smarter, not harder. Well, (laughs) I didn't listen to them. I worked hard, but I'm writing notes on everything. I'm kind of recognizing this and I'm going to reevaluate everything I'm doing now. So that's pretty much what we're going to talk about today. So, oh, I forgot to do the intro. Um, Yes, hi, my name is Isabella. I'm the host of Thinking Out Loud. Welcome. Sit down, have some tea get a blankie because it's cold today and it's rainy and cloudy in Melbourne and it's one of those days where you need to get a hot chocolate and just wrap yourself in a blanket and let's vibe. I've had a pretty slow day because (laughs) okay in the morning I woke up at like 7 45 and I went downstairs and I was like Okay, last night I said I was going to go on a run in the morning because normally I have basketball on Saturday, but I don't now because the season's over and I need to do some exercise. So I was like getting ready to go for a run and then I go on my phone and my boss texts me and is like, are you coming in today? And I was like, oh God, and am I, do I have work today? Because normally I start, normally I work on a Sunday morning, 7.30 to 12.30, but 
today uh they decided to put me on saturday instead of sunday for some reason and i forgot so um i was meant to be there at 7 30 and it was 7 45 <laughs> and i was like oh shit <laughs> um and i just texted them and said can i come in at 8 30 because I slept in and they were like yeah sure because it's casual doesn't really matter they don't really care but that was a fun start to the morning so I had to wolf down my breakfast and walk there um but it's fine because I didn't really feel like going on a run anyway um it was cold and dark and lucky I woke up in the morning lucky my cat sat next to my face and woke me up in the morning because otherwise I would have been very late and yeah 8.30 was fine I still got a good few hours of work in um so that was my morning if you're a regular listener you would have heard my last episode which was very short because I was stressed because I had a chemistry sack in a few days um I recorded it on the Saturday and I had it, my chemistry sack on Tuesday. To update you on that, it was hard. <laughs> chemistry is my, um, it's a love-hate relationship. I hate it, but I, it's interesting. Um, but let's just say I spent probably half the time on a very short section of the sack and I wasn't very confident still, so I probably got like half of it done, and I don't think I did very well, but you can't change it now. I did my best. I feel like I prepared as much as I could, but reining that back into today's episode, I have finally recognized that I have got an unhealthy relationship with trying to be perfect. I remember reading stuff before I started year 12 in the holidays about um how you should not try to be perfect because people who are like perfectionists like me think that they have very high standards for themselves and it's really hard to feel like you're not on top of everything all the time because it makes you feel unorganized I'm extremely organized or I try to be you should see my bedroom it's like spotless 90% of the time if it's not like I literally can't study if my room is messy it's my priority I have to be organized before I can do anything else which is why I have like three different sources of um keeping track of my homework I have a board next to my door like a whiteboard which I write everything I need to do every day I have a list on my phone like an app which I can also use on my computer and I have a calendar on my wall and I also have a little baby calendar like a pocket calendar in my laptop case and (laughs) I just like having I don't really need that much but like it helps me remember what I need to do having a list of things to do has always been like my favorite thing I love crossing things off you get that release of dopamine which is the reward hormone been learning that in psychology um and that's how I like to keep track of what I'm doing but when it gets to this extent where I'm stressing about it um basically what I do what I've been doing is writing notes for everything 
and every topic in all my five subjects and it's been so many hours gone into it and I can't it's just not possible it's not possible to write everything down all the notes in every class in year 12 because you just you have to dedicate more time to questions to actually applying your knowledge and the thing I'm missing is that I need to only write down stuff that I actually am confused about because at the end of the year I can come back and remember. I c I've been writing stuff down even if I find it really easy. There's no point in doing that. It's just wasting time. And I realized that I find this comfort. I find comfort in feeling like I've written every everything down. It makes me feel like I'm on top of things and I can't do questions if I feel like I haven't done notes. Um, and it's ironic because the only subject I'm behind in with notes is maths and maths is the one thing the one subject where I can bring notes into the Saxon exams but I'm behind on those notes so I really need to like actually focus on the notes that I can actually use and rein back on the ones that I can't because that's not being very smart and I, it's been hard so at least I've finally recognized it and it's going to be really, really hard for me to stop writing notes on everything because it's going to make me feel like I'm behind, but I have to. I have to spend more time on questions. Sorry, I'm ranting about it now and I feel like everyone I know I've already ranted to about this. So if you're listening, you probably fast forward, you can like, you probably fast forwarded a few minutes because of this, but like, oh well, that's just how it be. This episode is dedicated to basically myself to come back to if I feel like I'm not being perfect anymore. I've, I've done this my whole life. I've always felt like I need to be perfect and this is not necessarily a bad thing. It means I've got high expectations. It means I've got, I put a lot of effort into everything I do. When I go to work, for example, it's usually not clean. Um... Let me explain. I work in a cafe and different people have different, like, there'll be someone who's, like, had a shift before me the day before or the morning of that day and it won't be organized. And since I work alone, it's a pretty small cafe in a car wash, so you only need one person. So I can organize it how I want and do what I want. Well, not what I want, but, like do things the way I want to and it's really frustrating <laughs> when I go in and see that everything is like all the dishes are not dried and there's coffee grinds on the bench and like everything is out of place it's not a bad thing it gives me something to do but I like <laughs> I can't the first thing I do before anything else is like organize everything and it doesn't take me very long because like I like it I like organizing things and once that's done then I can relax and like I don't stop until it's all organized <laughs> and and then I can like well I mean if there's a customer obviously I'll serve them before I organize stuff but like it's my priority to keep everything organized it gives me a clear headspace it makes me feel like I'm on top of things and this is good this help this like really helps me it's just a method that I like it's what I like to do having a clean workspace is what fuels me and motivates me to get things done which is why I always have lists of things to do and why my room is always 
spotless and etc to be honest my room isn't that spotless like there's one corner of my room where i have like my fan and all these powerpoints and plugs under my bedside table and it's like got stuff everywhere but like it's organized to me i know what's there and it's just the system that i have that little corner doesn't really matter to me as much i'm not a perfectionist to the point where it's ocd i don't have ocd i don't feel the need to like sometimes i do it's not ocd though it's just it's perfectionism so (laughs) i i have like kind of appeared to have OCD sometimes because like on my whiteboard I like separate it's halved okay so my left the left half of my little square whiteboard is my daily stuff that I need to do and the right side is my homework and the line that I have between those two sometimes I redo it and I've like rubbed out that line and redrawn it like 20 times because it's not to my satisfaction and when it comes to writing notes for school if they don't look good I like use whiteout and I just spend so long on making them look good and perfect (laughs) because I like the aesthetic of it even like organizing my phone when I first got my phone which was like uh for Christmas last year so I've had it for like four months now um I spent so many hours like organizing it and once it like looked good then I was happy with it and like looks aesthetic to me but I'll get sick of um the layout pretty quickly so I'll like redesign it or like change the wallpaper which will take a while because it has to be perfect you're getting what I mean um I have very particular taste which is why I love working by myself so much because I can control everything I do and how I do it and do it my way and that's how I get things done So when I have to train someone and they don't do it the way that I do it, it kind of triggers me. It's kind of annoying, but it doesn't really matter because like once they leave, I can do what I want, how I want to do it. Um, And (laughs) something happened a week ago. I had to train this girl and um, if she happens to be listening, hi. Um can't remember her name I'm terrible with names there's so many people at my work that I just don't bother anymore um but basically um I was training her and like she said she already knew how to make coffee so I taught her everything else I taught her how to use the computer and how to like serve the food and everything and I just left um I didn't bother trying to teach her the coffee because she said she already knew how to make it And I had to leave, so I had taught her everything else, and then I said, okay, I'm going to head off. And then a customer came, and they ordered a coffee, and she made one, and she just didn't do it the way that I do it. And this triggered me so much, (laughs) because it just, it, I just had to, like, watch, and I couldn't, I didn't have time to teach her how to do it the way that I do it, which is why I find it tricky to teach other people because like I like to do things my way and if she or if they don't um do it the way that I do it um it just annoys me a bit it's nothing personal it's just the way that I work and if that's why um I love training people from scratch when it comes to coffee because I can just show them exactly how I do it and just tell them that this is how I like to do it and just thoroughly explain to them blah 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 a b c 
this is the process that I do and it works for me and it's very straightforward but like it's a good thing to like know exactly what you're doing rather than just say you can do this or this or this and just I just tell them exactly how I do it and then um yeah it's ideal uh but anyway so yeah I had to just watch this girl make this coffee in a like in a very sort of careless way and I don't know where she might have like a coffee machine at home and she meant like she knew how to make the coffee like with her machine at home but it's not to like cafe standard so like today I just gave her some tips on steaming and stuff but to be honest like that's not that doesn't really impact me that much like when it comes to other people at my job training them it doesn't really I don't really care if they do it a different way as long as they like do it properly it's more just the way I like to do things like other people can do things however they want if I visit someone's house and their room is completely messy I don't really care as long as my room is clean because it's just it's my room and it's gives me a clear headspace but the problem is it it's it's obsessive um when it comes to my appearance this also applies for many years go listen to my episode about insecurities very emotional 80% of the time I was talking about my acne because for many years most of my teenage years I'm nearly 18 so from about 13 to 16 slash 17 like yeah about that time so like at least three years I had acne up and down and at one point it was so bad um and it was just my biggest source of insecurity and I just hated my skin not looking perfect like everyone else's and this all stems from uh what's it called social well standards social standards like models and um the ideal female mold I guess just the standards of females and how they look um and just always being constantly bombarded by you should look like this and you can't have acne you can't have um you can't be that tall you can't weigh too much etc um and I'm not the only one plenty of people but this is less perfectionism this is just more insecurities and wanting to look as good as everyone else and not be judged um but I hated having like not being perfect I hated my skin having imperfections and stuff but like this was beyond imperfections this was like it was quite bad um when I went into year 11 it got so bad and I went on Accutane and I've been on it for like six months and my skin's like perfect now and I can tell you oh my god I'm like thriving I am loving my clear skin I love washing my face every morning and like like it's all perfect and I know after I think I go off it in like a few more months like three or four more months and then I'll be done with Accutane um and my skin will go up and down it will definitely stay really good because like most of the time when people go off Accutane their skin stays good but 
I will probably get a few pimples here and there and that will be hard because I will be so used to having good skin, but it's just how it is. Um, it's inevitable and I'm going to have to just accept that. But the point is when I had bad skin, I felt very imperfect, Im imperfect. <laughs> um, and I was like constantly judging myself and looking at myself in the mirror, blah, 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 blah. But when I say I'm a perfectionist, it's less about my appearance and more about how I do things. So I would always get super nervous when um, changing something about myself. For example, um, at one point, I think when I was in year nine, I had like quite long hair, like it was down probably halfway down my back. Mm, I don't know, probably like the length of um, like if I had my hair in front of me like um yeah just on my chest it'd probably go like down past my boobs <laughs> around there um so it was quite long and I was like you know what I'm gonna have a change I'm gonna cut it to my above my shoulders but below my chin and I loved it for a while but then I didn't <laughs> and I didn't like it because it wasn't perfect because it wasn't falling the way that I wanted it to because my hair's straight but it's quite thick and I did thin it out, but even still, it kind of made a lump. It kind of, like, came out, sort of. Like, it didn't sit down. It kind of... I don't know how to explain it. The point is, it wasn't perfect, in my opinion. And so that annoyed me. So, I wanted... I grew it out again. And last year, I think, um, I got the Rachel cut, which is from Friends. So it was long. But then at the back, it kind of was like a, a U-shape. And then at the front, it was like different lengths. So it was like really short around my face. And then as it went to the sides, it got longer and longer and it was really nice. But <laughs> when I went to get it cut, I was so nervous. I was going to get my mum to do it because she normally cuts my hair. But I wanted to get it done properly so that it was like perfect. So we went to the hairdresser. And this woman did it and it was awful because I was like sitting in the chair, super nervous watching this girl do it. And I just wasn't really happy with the way she did it, but I was like too scared to say anything. Um, and I, when she was done, she was like, how does that look? And I was like, yeah, it looks great. And I was like, <laughs> gonna cry because it seemed a slightly, um, I didn't think she could fix it. It just kind of didn't look like it curved down it just looked kind of like I don't know how to explain it the point is it wasn't perfect in my opinion so I went out and I was like maybe it's not as bad as what I think and I like got my mom and my nana to tell me what they thought and they were like yeah that's wonky um but we didn't want to go back to the same place so the there was a policy whether that store you could go to a different store or the same store within like I think a week or 10 days or something and get it fixed for free. So we did that. We went to another store. The woman um, tried to fix it and she did and it looked better. <laughs> but then I still was like, you know what? I want to make it a bit shorter. I think it would because it's like hardly noticeable. So I went back for the third time and I got the woman 
this this woman was like the owner of the store she was so nice and she was like i understand you want it to be perfect you're changing your hairstyle and you want it to look good i totally understand so she she i showed her pictures of what i wanted and i told her you know what just do it i trust you you're the owner of the store thin it out make it look like this and she was like gotcha and she did it she went off and i was so happy with it it looked amazing so i came after the third trip to the hairdresser i was happy with it and in the end it was a lot of hassle and my mum was quite sick of hearing about hair but like i got it i got what i wanted and i was really happy with it and then i proceeded to get balayage which is the ends lightened and it was a really good deal because um it was like a hundred dollars which is really good, $99, it was like a sale for balayage, and that's really good, and I wasn't expecting it to be, it was going to be subtle, but the woman actually ended up, she did it, and it actually ended up looking really, like, noticeable, and it was really pretty, and it, like, looked really good, and it was, like, a really nice natural color, and it actually, because my hair's blonde, it stayed the same color for ages, for like a year it didn't go bronze or anything because if you get your hair lightened um after a while it can start to go sort of orangey and not a very nice color and to prevent that you have to buy purple shampoo and that can be quite expensive so I never really did that but it was fine um and it became less noticeable over time obviously because I kept cutting it and making sure it was like healthy because my hair's super healthy um, but I wanted to maintain that. And then recently, um, I'm growing it out. I'm still growing it. So it's really, really long now. I'm, I love my own hair. I, I honestly, like, I'm one of the few people I know who, like, doesn't want to change their hair. Because it seems like people with curly hair want straight hair. People with straight hair want curly hair, etc. I have straight hair and I'm happy with it. Um, but... I've been growing out my Rachel cut so it's kind of just long now and I'm just going to make it sort of a U at the back because it was kind of annoying to have little pieces fall out when I had it in a ponytail. Anyway, I wanted to get my balayage redone recently. Um, long story short, um, I said I only have 150. Do what you can with that because normally it's like 200 or something. And the woman was like, okay, sure. I'll just do like something subtle for 150. Um, and I said, like, can you just make it sort of, like, silver slash, like, lighter? Um, and she was like, well, I think it's going to come out, um, like, while she was doing it, she was like, so it's going to be sort of, like, it might look a tiny bit violet, like, it might have a hint of violet in it, because it's, like, sort of, like, a grayish color, and I was like, um, Okay. <laughs> I was like super scared because I was by myself. Um, I had never like gotten gone to the hairdresser by myself before, and I was like scared. And I didn't think she, I didn't think that she could change it because she'd already started. So I was just like praying that it wouldn't look too bad and it would be really subtle. Because I can understand if it's like silver, it might come out with a hint of like violet or something, but then it would like slowly come out as you wash it. Anyway, long story short, it came out blue. It was like pastel blue. It wasn't violet. It was pastel blue. And I was I was going to cry. I was literally going to cry. And then she tried to charge me an extra $50 for blow drying it. And I was like, I literally said I only have 150 and you got the color wrong. 
and it was just this whole debacle. Anyway, my friend's mum uh, is a hairdresser and she just said, don't worry, just wash it three times or something that night. And um, we'll, give, we'll give you some stuff that will like get the colour out, the uh, toner, and it will be fine. And it worked. It did come out. But like I washed my hair so many times it was quite not very healthy for it. Anyway, it looks really, really good now. Um, but the point is I was like gonna cry because my year 12 photos were like a week away when that happened and I was panicking because I thought it would um, be blue for my year 12 photo when it was really stressful but it was more stressful because I was like it it wasn't perfect it wasn't anywhere near what I wanted and I was stressed and I was like why this is not what I wanted and um maybe I could live with it I kind of rocked it for a few days while it was blue but uh <laughs> it was not gonna be good for my year 12 photo but it ended up coming out so it's fine anyway point is I was so stressed over it not being perfect but I I just find comfort in it being perfect and feeling like I've got everything under control um another example is like my nails not being perfect I have really kind of like weak nails so when I grow them out or try to grow them out they peel and it's really annoying so I always have to kind of keep them short I have to keep them short for basketball regardless but when I do when I can grow them out, they just are really hard to maintain in a healthy way. So I just, like, cover them in um, nail polish. And then I just, like, end up redoing the nail polish every every few days because they chip. But I recently got this, like, pastel pink one. And it's so strong. I've had it for, like, a few days. And it's, like, perfect still except for one. But overall, I really haven't taken a breath for the past 20 minutes. <laughs> But I have been better at not being perfect. I have not worried so much about my nails not being perfect. It's not about appearing perfect. It's about me feeling like I've got everything under control. I've tried to care less a little bit about my notes not looking perfect or not being organized and stuff. But it is unhealthy to be worrying so much about it and to like overthink everything but I'm getting there now the last thing I wanted to talk about was if you feel like you are also like this and you feel like you just take everything way too seriously and you just want to be perfect but you just feel like you're not compared to how other people think well how other people appear People on like social media and stuff, they look perfect. All their posts look perfect. They feel like they look like they're always like on top of everything. Let me just tell you, everyone, no one's perfect. No one has everything together. They might, but like not all the time. And not everything is under your control. If you feel like having a schedule and stuff and like sticking to that schedule very strictly will help you. Just be careful because not everything is under your control. You will not always be able to stick to that schedule because things happen, things change, and it's just life. So, to overcome it, lower your expectations, first of all, for yourself. And instantly, everything will seem a little bit easier. 
make really short, easy tasks. If you like are like me and like having a list of things, I have a bad habit of writing things on my list that are quite broad, like do chemistry homework. I write that all the time, but it's not specific. So it feels like it's never actually finished because I'll have like so many different things within chemistry that I need to do. Rather than say that, I could say like finish um, worksheet from Friday and just do that. And then I actually like once I do finish that, I can cross that off. And then it feels like I actually have achieved that. Um, but when I say lower your expectations for yourself, I mean stop believing that every day you have to be perfect and like your hair has to look perfect and you have to wake up every day at the specific time otherwise you're a failure like just have a goal and if you can get near that goal then that's good enough um care less about what other people think but i guess this episode is more about you caring about what you do so this probably isn't really applicable but still if you feel like you have to be perfect for oh and if you have to be perfect for someone else you might like have a partner and you feel like you have to be perfect for them trust me you're never going to feel perfect if you're like if your mindset is like that they're probably gonna if they're like (laughs) a decent person they'll think you're perfect already um otherwise like why would they be with you because no one's perfect just remember that no one is perfect And that's what makes you perfect. Your imperfections are what make you, you. And that's what you have to always think about. Just because you think that you have to, like, look really good every single day doesn't mean you do. And, like, if you think that you have to look spotless every day and, like, fresh and on top of everything, look look in the mirror on one of the days where you think you don't look very good and you'll, like eventually you'll come to realize that like it doesn't make a difference if your hair doesn't look as good as the day before it really doesn't matter and the moment you start to realize it doesn't matter and you shouldn't care so much you'll start to like appreciate the days that you do look you think you look really good but just rock every day regardless because that will just help you in so many ways um And the last tip I have is if you feel like you're kind of losing track and you feel like you're not organized and you've just gone off the rails and you're just stressing about it, start over. Have a shower, get changed, make a list of things you think you need to do, specific things you need to do, don't be broad, and then work on that. Basically start over and just relax take a few breaths and then work through it I've done this multiple times in the past few weeks because every time I get stressed over school I'll come home and use that as motivation to like identify what's stressing me out and improve on that because lately me being I've been stressed over being behind in notes and now I've recognized that I have an unhealthy relationship with notes and I'm gonna try to be a bit more efficient with them and only write down what I need to know what I find difficult for later in the year anyway god I'm hungry I need to have lunch I was working till 1 30 and now it's three o'clock and I <laughs> I still haven't had lunch um I will do questions now
I cannot wait to relax. I kind of like forced myself through this episode because I knew I would end up enjoying it and I have. It's kind of loosened me up, but I do have homework I need to do. And um let's get into these questions. Okay. Someone said, "Do you like long novels or short stories?" This I actually like both. But they have to be really good because I'm quite impatient and if I don't like the story immediately then, or well at least within a few chapters I will give up and I will, but I will usually push myself to finish it regardless because I don't like unfinished things. But I think I actually do like long novels because it's, it's like a process. It's not about the, um destination it's about the journey and short stories can be really good but I don't really read them very much and actually I mean I think I would like them if I read them more but I like both the long novel has to be really good though for me to stay committed someone said can you cook yes I can certain things I can cook really well my favorite thing to cook is New York cheesecake I have this amazing recipe and it tastes so good everyone loves it even my family who doesn't like people who don't like cake have had it and they like it they love it so that says something I don't cook that much anymore but actually that's something I want to do next year because I have a list of things that I'm going to do in my gap year next year that I want to like work on and that will be one of them Okay, someone said, what do you think of the new song, Stay, with Justin Bieber? It was a good song, but my work has a radio station playing all the time outside, and every time I go out there, it feels like it's on every 10 seconds. Like, the radio just plays the same songs over and over again every few weeks, and it's so annoying, so they ruined it. But, um, it was a pretty good song at at first. Someone said, is a pen pal relationship a real friendship? Sorry, is a pen pal a real friendship? Okay, a pen pal, I had to look it up actually, to be honest, um, is apparently someone who you only write to or, or like message online. You never actually meet them. Um, I would say, yeah, it's a friendship even if you don't meet them because you are communicating with someone and you like you've made uh, you've bonded with them even if you don't ever meet them it's like having an online friend you they're still your friend you just haven't met them um but like obviously you want real like friends in real like real life you want to be able to see them not just have online friends because that doesn't sound too healthy but i would say it's a real friendship Someone says, what's the sign of being in love? I would say, you think about them all the time, but not obsessively. And you... I had something about this before, but now I can't remember. Um, oh, yeah. When you, um, when you never second-guess them real love is like you never question your love for them it's never like something you have to think about you just know if you're like do I really like this person 
or am I just bored? If you are thinking that, then I don't know if it's real love. And it could develop into real love, but like at that moment, if you're questioning it, I don't think it's real love. Because at that point, you're just like kind of settling, I guess. Someone said, is there a song you can listen to a hundred times without getting bored? Yeah, there's a few. Can't think of them off the top of my head, but the first thing that comes to mind is Montero. Because <laughs> this song, I literally, when I first heard it, I listened to it mm, probably five times in a row. And I'm quite, uh, I don't know what the word is, but I get bored of songs very quickly. So... Uh, if I really like a song, I have to be careful not to listen to it too many times because I will get sick of it very fast. So I'm constantly having to like find new songs on Spotify and then like never listen to old songs ever again. But Montero just seems to be a song that I have never gotten sick of and will always make me bop in my seat and always a song that will motivate me during a workout. And that's the kind of song that you cherish forever, regardless of what people say. Because I've been made fun of of my um, music taste before and it's rude because everyone likes their own thing. And just because I like some songs that are generic doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. I think people who say your music taste is so bad are stupid because everyone likes their own thing. And if you don't like, if you have a certain taste and it's not very common and other people like criticize it stuff them you listen to what you want and don't be afraid of doing so i will gladly listen to generic songs as well as songs that no one else listens to i will be proud of that because i enjoy it so stuff what other people say i will listen to what i want someone said last one um thoughts about traveling around your home country i do want to do this although um next year when I finish school and I have a gap year I'm actually not super incredibly keen on traveling as most people because I've never really done it that much I've been on like little family holidays a few times in my life like going to Queensland or Sydney um and cruises cruises yep that's the word say it properly I can't speak sometimes. Um, I love cruises. And people sometimes criticize them because you're not actually traveling, quote unquote, and not actually exploring culture. And I get that. But it's still such a fun opportunity. I love being on a boat. I don't really get seasick, so it's fine. I would actually, I've actually considered doing my gap year on a cruise ship next year but kind of hard because you have to be 21 in most cases. Um, but I am looking into it because I think it would be a really fun opportunity. Um, but I would like to go on little road trips and stuff with people next year. I just, I'm dedicating next year to just relaxing and making money and thinking about what I want to do in the future. So I'm not too dedicated to travel I will I have my whole life to travel the world. I don't have to break the bank next year. I've worked hard and I'm going to save up for a car and my own place and um money for a course that I need to decide on because I 
literally can't decide on what I'm going to do next year. It's not very good. I have ideas, but it's not going well. And oh, perfectionism is also contributing to that because I feel like I need to be, I need to find the perfect course and it needs to be like my ideal and I need to be completely passionate about it, which is hard because like people change their minds all the time. And I do not like the idea of picking a course that I'm not sure I want to do. And my worst fear is spending huge amounts of money on a course and then changing my mind. That's like my biggest fear. So I'm like really keen on just taking a year off to think about it. And that's all I've got for today. I am going to go and have some apricot chicken and bond with my cat alone at home and relax. And possibly drink some tea. But I'm self-conscious now about drinking tea because I went to the dentist a while ago a few weeks ago I think and they I learned that well I already knew that my teeth have been like really like they're very nice and white and I'm very proud of that but apparently there's more tinnitus in tea than coffee and tinnitus is what makes your teeth go yellow and I'm very um conscious of my teeth going yellow uh, and I want to maintain my white teeth because it's, like, just nice to have, like, nice white teeth. And yellow teeth are gross, in my opinion, on myself. I don't want to have yellow teeth. So it just makes me feel bad when I drink tea. But I like tea more than coffee and it's it's annoying. <laughs> anyway, I've already had a coffee today with... I had a mocha, so I'm fine for today. I will have some water. I have some water here, so see that's that's my ice in my water i will not drink water without ice anyway i'm gonna go have an amazing week i hope you enjoyed today's episode i hope i wasn't too annoying by going on a rant i'm all talked out i cannot wait to relax for the rest of the day i'm just gonna chill and tomorrow i'm gonna chill because i have no plans tomorrow i'm just gonna relax and get shit done (laughs) Because I just want to get on top of everything so I can relax. And yeah, so you can um, end this episode here if you want. But I'm going to share the the usual tea. That is, you can participate in the episode via Ask FM. You can ask questions anonymously. I will answer them in the next episode. Uh, you can follow the sp- uh, bleh. you can follow the podcast on Spotify or Anchor, which is my hosting platform. Please, please, please rate the podcast on Spotify. There's a little um, five star rating thing under the title of the podcast. I would appreciate it so much. I think you can only do it on your phone, but I need at least ten. I think ratings to be able to see how many people have rated it and like see the average rating so I would really really appreciate if you guys could just quickly give me a rating out of five stars it doesn't take long it takes like two seconds but um no pressure I would just really love it to be able to see what you guys are thinking um that's all I've got I will shut up I will go leave you to your weekend have an amazing rest of your day slash week 
Um, and I will talk to you next week. Bye bye. Um, yeah. <laughs> Kiss on the forehead. Mwah. Love you. Have a good day or night. Bye.